Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. with the thanks singing thanksgiving songs thanks. but there isn't yeah what is a thanksgiving song thanks to cranberry sauce cheese yeah i don't know isn't actually directly connected to thanksgiving but <laughs> a lot of times i get to eat it right on did, thanksgiving did the pilgrims cook a mac and cheese with like a roux and stuff no. I, no. You know what I think is nice about this holiday, because a lot of holidays are kind of shifting this way, is that it's less about whatever weird um, pretend history happened here. It's more about like the collecting of friends and family together and yeah. expressing gratitude and just about like reconnecting with people as the season gets colder and as lives are get, get busier. We like have this ordained time where we enforce joy and frivolity. <laughs> I think that's the best thing we can take from... You have to. And I want to host more solstice parties. Not mm-hmm. that I'm like a, a witch or what, anything, but I do think that there's certain times of the year that maybe the moon aligns or whatever, and it's so cold, and like I just want to be around my friends and bring have a little potluck and say what I'm thankful for. Well, yeah, what's wrong with that? Maybe do a spell or two. I think you're a witch. <laughs> oh, I did give up like tarot cards and I don't really follow Zodiac stuff anymore. I don't know. It got a little too much for me. Yeah. But I do still believe in the power of collective thought. And mm-hmm. I do believe in prayer still. And I know That's... like people can roll their eyes and be like, prayer doesn't work, but it does. Prayer is just a word for putting your intentions on something. It I does... think so. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah, sure. Prayer, Prayer can do a lot of things because it's meditative and it's you know trying to reach to some higher power and and trying to it i think a lot of times it focuses your energy into what you want and your hopes and dreams and and your intentions and all that bullshit and saying like these are the problems these are the problems. even just saying these are the problems and i know you're asking for something to fix it but Mm -hmm. you probably intentionally just by saying it or thinking it have taken the first step to fixing it yeah yeah speaking of problems (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, we've gone, we've gone through quite a bit in the last few months. Uh, I know that some of you think that we did a lot of episodes of trafficking and fame and 
I'm going to be honest with you. I agree with you. Um, the reason that there were so many is because during what has all occurred in the last couple months, a lot of times I was running on um, pretty close to empty. You know, this is a this is a small business that we run. Um, we are people before podcasters, I guess you could say. And uh, this was something, this was unprecedented time that I, certain aspects of, I could never have envisioned happening in my my wildest dreams. Nightmares, you mean? Yeah, my night terrors. Um, I love doing this show. It means a lot to me. Um, it has always been what I would consider a labor of love. Um, we don't we don't make real money off of this, and there was never an intention to. So because of that, you know, we we the first season we made negative dollars because yeah. we've always donated from the start, and we built an audience. And then by the second season, we made a little bit because we got advertisers. But to be honest, and I'm I'm saying this in a way I don't usually talk about this, but I make maybe minimum wage for the amount of time I do on the show. And that's, I didn't, there was no intention to ever yeah. make, I don't have a car, get, get rich off of I this. I take the fucking subway. But yeah. So the, the, it, because of that, because this is not something we're trying to like fucking make it, we, but Amber and I both do other shit. Like this is not all we do. So this show is way more about doing something that matters to me. But because of that, because we don't have a budget, we uh, we are I I do all the research myself. Um, we created this show from scratch, and we don't use research assistants, and we don't um, you know have a team. We don't have contributors. The only person I would say that's ever really contributed was Carolina Hidalgo, because she's our friend, and she helped me with translations and things like that. And that is it. There are no other contributors to the show. There never have been. And, um, you know, aside from some very casual, like, unscripted conversations with people, um, it's just me and Amber. And, Amber, you do a great job on the show. You you offer your different perspectives to, than me sometimes. You make me laugh. It's important that we have you here not being the giving the research person. But uh, I unfortunately, during what has gone on is, uh, you know, I had to do a couple extra episodes that maybe nothing I don't stand behind as far as the content. But yeah, I think they're good episodes, Natalie. They probably didn't need to do seven. <laughs> um, right. but I was trying to make sure we got content out. And I believe what I said on the shows. But um I, I, to, I'm just being really uh, naked here. I, I didn't have anything left in me to do a heavier series in that right. time. This, this show to me always, the essence of it has always been that it's good to learn and you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to have everything exactly right. I, I never, ever get everything exactly Who right. Who has it exactly right? I don't know. Name one fucking person that has every single thing right. George Clooney. George Clooney. <laughs> um, probably he's done something bad. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, the, I'm not always an expert on stuff here. I think I'm pretty openly 
I, I think I say that pretty openly, expressly, that a lot of the things I have only researched on because I want to know more about it. And I think that for some people, this kind of it's not for everybody. The tone is definitely not for everybody on this show. But I think that if people are learn the way I learn, that it can be helpful for some people. And I really love doing this show. I It means a lot to me. It's been an unexpected um, chain of events in the last few months that has been really heartbreaking to me that it was sort of the show ended up being incorporated with something that it didn't really have any place being incorporated with and and how that feels a little bit like it feels tainted in a way because we started with pure intentions and i still have pure intentions i i i would like to think i do i think that you do too amber um I'm going we're going to keep doing this show. It it might change format. It might even change names. I'm not sure. I I feel really conflicted um that it feels like sometimes that our name the our show and its name have been used and manipulated in ways um to be a part of conversations that is not accurate or fair and I know I'm being cryptic here. Um but what has been really tragic in the last, you know, everybody probably, if you listen to LPN, you know that there's been a big shift here. And that's sad in itself, of course. That's a huge traumatic change. And it's for the best. And we love and send support to everybody. Um, but somehow this show's name and my name got inserted into a conversation that I wish would have been about victims and um, people who are actually suffering instead of it becoming sort of um, gossipy and and salacious. And uh, it breaks my heart. Yeah, because we don't want to do that. We want to talk about actual victims advocacy. And we'll talk about some, you know, some cases that have happened. And and victim advocacy is something I want to talk about today, too, uh, because... I first off, uh, I would never call myself a victim's advocate because I feel like that's just uh, some words pushed together. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, I think that that can be said about anybody in in any instance, and it doesn't actually mean anything. I like to think I give a shit about people, uh, and and I I care deeply about people who have been suffering or traumatized. Um, sometimes if you want to call it victim's advocacy, it doesn't always look clean. It's not always about making a post, um, in a reactionary way. It's about what actually might help the person, um, who is suffering in that moment. What I consider victim, victim's advocacy is not always something that is apparent or bomba- uh, bombastic or, cleanly put on the internet um, as much as that seems appealing that's not always what's best for the actual victim no and I'm much more concerned with trying to help in a way that feels genuine and not performative Um, and not to say I don't act performative sometimes I think we all can especially when we're in like a loop of social media but 
I do think that it's important to remember that if you are advocating for people, a lot of times it's not flashy and it's not something that you can just put in a post and get likes and then it helps something. I mean, the real help kind of is sometimes more uh, like not flashy. It's kind of boring. Yeah, a little boring, a little messy. I mean, we in the year of our Lord, 2023, what gets the most likes is like this sort of clean girl aesthetic perfect little post everything's put in its place mm-hmm. and this show just isn't like that it's not uh you had your head shaved in high school natalie <laughs> i was in the marching band okay <laughs> yeah um yeah in in it's messy and and talking about these subjects is really hard and talking about victims in general is really difficult and it brings up a lot of passion a lot of times righteous passion but Sometimes it can become gossip and salacious and it's gross. And I I hate, I hate that at any point this show would ever be involved in any form of that form of media. No. Um, it sucks. It breaks my heart, to be honest. Um, I feel very torn uh, about everything right now. Um, I won't stop doing the show, Amber. I know we're not going to stop doing it. It just might change shape or size or, uh, you know, something might be a little different. I, I, I do. I can't stress enough. I feel unclean right <laughs> right now. And um, because this is such a small, uh, like a tight. It's just you and me, Amber. That's right. <laughs> um, but shows change. Yeah. I mean, nothing, sometimes for the better. Sometimes for the better. Like nothing has ever stayed the same. No. For, and we've been on, what, three seasons? Yeah. We're only we're almost at our 100th episode, which is very exciting. Yeah. But it's not like we're some foundation of the Internet. And I'm not trying to even fucking for a second suggest that we're like fixing the world or helping change. But I, what I do think is that conversations are important and messy conversations are important and imperfect ones are important. Because if we shy away from these kind of topics, unless we think we have all of it perfectly set out right. or or look at it in a, a clean way that is not accurate, um, we don't get anywhere. And so I no. think conversations are important. And, on and then the- we're just policing each other and then we become the bad guys. Yeah. Nothing happens. I, I mean, because I you said the too. wrong word. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. I think that there are moments where that's valid and moments that there aren't. And that's everybody's opinion for sure. Um, I guess I just. I wanted to just come out, come on and say that I, I'm so grateful for all of you for listening. And uh, I. We will continue doing the show and it's going to be good and bad and all in between. And and we're going to work really hard to make sure you get the best series as possible. And, uh, you know, and that's what is the most important to me in in doing the show is that the episodes are of the highest quality moving forward. This was a really sticky couple months and I'm I don't there's nothing in the episodes that I would like not stand behind but you know we're going to keep working forward forward thinking for moving forward that's right but yeah i'm looking forward to the new adaptations of the show i'm looking forward to this new year i am personally going to take this year and i'm going to work on a lot of projects that i've been kind of putting off on myself yeah. and i'm going to treat myself um that I do deserve nice things because a lot of times my brain is like, no, you don't deserve that. Mm-hmm. You can't get that. Don't ask for that. Yeah. And I'm going to like try as hard as I can to push that away. I really, really, really think that is good for you, Amber. And I, I hope that for you. 
You deserve more than you give yourself. I know we just talked about this in the last episode, but you do it. Do it! Do it! <laughs> Get yourself a boat or something. Um, something. But it's a big world out there. And, you know, whatever you can dream, you can do. Yeah. Like Rocky Horror Picture Show says. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. It's okay if you aren't ready for kids right now. It's okay if you don't want to be a mom now or even ever. It's nobody's decision but yours. But do you know what's not okay? Not knowing how effective your birth control is. Talk to your doctor about effective birth control options so you can make an informed decision. Tap to learn more. But yeah, I love that. I think this year is a good year for all for all of us. We we should take big leaps. What are you looking forward to this year, Natalie? We're working on a lot of production stuff on on the underside of of uh you know, we're we're working on some scripts and stuff like that. So I'm I'm really looking forward to making movies again. Um I'm looking forward to the way we're developing this show and some of the other shows we're working on the network and uh I think it'll be fun and educational to change up a little bit what we're doing. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm looking forward to in the next year. There's a couple other things I wanted to uh, mention that are good. One thing being uh, Omegle has been shut down. That's right. Bye-bye. So you know we talked about Omegle on the Traffic in Fame series, and uh, Omegle was one of the worst... Of uh, the sites for kids to talk to pedophiles. That's right. Openly. Somebody did write in on our Gmail and say that that's a way for, in protests, for people to communicate without the cops getting involved. Right. I can see how that would be a positive, but the pedophile thing. 
it's tough. It is. It is. I don't know if there's anything worth kids having to talk with with pedophiles. I don't know if there's anything worth it, to be honest. I, I know that's coming from a privileged space, but I will say that the the guy who founded it was whose name is Leif K. Brooks. He he was a kid when he started it. I mean, he was a teenager and. He put a big, long, if you go to omegle.com now, you check it out the front page. It basically tells, gives, he gives his thoughts about why he shut it down. And I, based on this, I can say just on the writing alone that he never meant for this to happen. He didn't do it to cause this sort of problem. Right. Um, that he, he did it for the reasons maybe, you know, people were writing in about that, like, He's saying he got he learned he learned about the world from it. And a lot of people were just coming on to actually learn shit and and to see different people. But I mean, it's like how television usually things are invented from good. Evil very rarely invents something. Isn't that a Tolkien quote that like evil takes away from good? Only good can create whatever. Yeah. The TV uh, that was built so kids in rural areas could learn how to read. Could learn, get some knowledge. Oh, right. We talk, well, we talked about that on uh, the Appalachia series. And that happened. Actually, that was the very start of the Learning Channel. Yeah. Um, that was, it was sent to kids in rural areas who couldn't go get a lot of other education. And then it turned into. Uh, what we have today. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, my, I, I'm in love with my foot. <laughs> I'm in love with my foot. Um, <laughs> I don't even really watch TV. Does anybody there even watch TV anymore? Well, I mean, I think you watch it like... I put it on passively when I'm cooking, just for like noise. Yeah. But I guess I could put on classical music. Why don't you? <laughs> you do it. Culture yourself. Right. And not just like, my foot, no. I'm in love. <laughs> while I'm like making spaghetti. No, I think you're allowed to watch whatever you want. Um, I watch garbage. Garbage is fun. Sometimes you need garbage to just get through the day. Okay, I'm not saying actually that you know the TLC the TLC shows are very exploitative, but right there's one where they just show your genitals and it's like people. Oh, the dating show. Yeah, I've heard this from Jackie Zabrowski many a time, and I will not be watching it no yeah. matter how many times she tells me about I it. I want to see it. They just look at like their little flappies and they're like, yes, no. Can you imagine just getting a no? And you're like, oh. From my I genitals? Just, I'm I a person. I don't know how that could possibly help you indicate. How could it inform you of whether or not you want to be with a person based on the way that their loose skin is around their openings? What's and next? They're, they're just going to be fucking each other with a mask on and then be like, I like how you feel. Inside. That at least would at least inform you if you had sexual chemistry in some way. <laughs> just looking <laughs> boldly at a set of testicles what could you learn from that? No, nothing. I'll never know. Those of you who watch the show will probably write in and tell me what I could <laughs> learn, and I will never watch it. Um, yes, but I will say I'm thankful that it is shut down. I am sorry for people who are using it for positive things. I am less sorry for people who are trying to talk to 12-year-olds. Um, you go fuck yourselves. It's not what I would call good news, but it's it's it's... At least justice moving forward. Hopefully, it will continue to go in a good way. But the guy who most likely uh, took the life of Jay Lee, um, who we covered earlier in the season, his trial date has been set. 
Um, it's still a ways off, but I do think that they are going to keep him in jail and his connections aren't going to get him out, but they are moving forward. Sometimes you feel like the trials are never going to happen um, or that they're going to get off on it. And it doesn't seem like he's going to. No. So, Well, they have to collect as much evidence as possible because you can't charge someone twice. So it's like, let's get this done once. Let's get it done right. It's going to take a while it's well, to get to get all the evidence. I'm sure the trial itself might be pretty short comparatively to gathering the evidence. Yes. And especially like we've said before, no body trials are very difficult, which is why another reason why missing cases are very frustrating and sad. Even if there is a very, very low chance of a person being found alive, if there's no body, it's harder to prosecute the person. But I do think that they are gathering enough evidence to make sure that he doesn't get away with it, even though he had a lot of connections to the people in the area because of his family, uh, that Timothy Harrington, I should say. Um, so we're just, you know, we're thinking of Jaylee's friends and family and, and hoping that this is a you know, pretty easy trial for them. You know, another another thing I'm happy about is that the people of Ohio have spoken and a lot of things were passed that people were not sure were going to be. So their abortion rights have been secured. Um, I know that there's pushback, but I don't know how successful that will be because the people who within a very mm -hmm. purplish reddish state that they pushing people's rights, reproductive rights was not a good idea. Um, no, and got they, mad. they got mad and they want to take away people's voting rights and amend the Constitution. I mean, good fucking luck. Get out of here. I wonder if they're so mad about weed being legal because these dispensaries that come in, yeah, they pay taxes. But is it less money than they'd be getting by criminalizing people with possessing weed? It's hard to say. It's quite possible. Because money speaks. Yeah. And, like, you'd make more money sending this person to jail than yeah, you would and, and, getting taxes. Oh, yeah. that's And that's a whole discussion about private prisons and all that. It's all a racket. It's all a racket. Oh, everybody's trying to get a buck, aren't they? Even in this time of a recession, we're all scrambling. There's so much going on. The news is on 24-7. We're losing money. Like, it's a high time of high anxiety. So to just kind of give the grace of that with other people to realize you don't know what they're going to go through. Yeah. Um, so I am personally definitely taking each day step by step and with each person I meet, knowing that I don't know how they started off their morning. I don't know what their history is. I don't know what they're stressed about. We're mm-hmm. all stressed about something. And to give a little bit of grace with them. Yeah. That's a that's such an, a, a kind, good thought. It's sometimes so hard to practice. Oh, my God. So many times. And like also a little grace within myself. So like I'll make a little mistake and I'll say it's okay. I think that that's very good advice. I'll learn from that. Or a thing to to maybe reflect on for the year coming up is just like it's okay. You can forgive yourself for little dumb things. Right. You're allowed to make mistakes. You're allowed to. I used to get so mad and I would yell at myself in my brain and be like, you're so stupid, Amber. You're so stupid. And then like through this past year, I had been stopping myself at that point and said, it's okay." Like, for example, I cracked an egg in a skillet and I missed the skillet. So the egg was ruined. Um, And I started to say, you're so stupid. And I said, no, it's okay. It's all right. We just won't have an egg right now. We'll have another slice of toast or whatever. You're going to crack an egg in a bowl next time. It's going to be worse for you to keep nagging on yourself. I know this is your last egg. 
and you don't want to go to the grocery store right now, but it's worse for you mm-hmm. to scream and cry and say that you're a bad person. I, I, we just won't have an egg right now. We just won't have an egg right now. Because at the end of the day, is it going to ruin your life or even your day? Probably not. Probably not. But Probably if not. I if I let it, then yeah. I like how we're trying to end on a positive and we're both just fucking <laughs> blanking. That is how... I know for the past three months for me, I've been very... Um, you know what? I've been more meditative, mm-hmm. definitely more thoughtful before I say things. Yeah. Because um, I used to be very shoot from the hip kind of gal. And now I'm a little more like, well, that's kind of like a little bit of a pause. I don't have to like judge everything I say, but yeah, maybe from all of this, I'm becoming um, wiser, I guess. <laughs> yeah. A little wiser. Go. Wiser. Yes. And wisdom <laughs> doesn't come from comfort. No. Often it's true. very, it's very hard. It's a little difficult. Yep. Yep. And you're a little wiser too, Natalie. A little smarter, a little better. Uh, but we're going to keep doing the show. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep moving forward because if we were to stop, then that would feel even worse. Yeah, we're not. I don't want to. Right? No, you're not going to stop. I don't want to. Um, I think we're both doing a good job. I think we're both good people. It's okay. Let's breathe and let's give each other a little bit of um, grace. And just try to get through the fucking day. <laughs> right? The end. Yeah. Uh, honestly, though, we're fine. We're, we're fine. Everything's cool. It's been a, a long couple months, and uh, I am ready to eat a bunch of food. I will good. Say that and much. you deserve it. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're doing good, man. I hope all of you guys are having a, a nice holiday celebrating in some way or another. I've had Thanksgivings alone before that I loved. Oh, I love holidays alone. Oh, God. Sometimes it's so awesome. Because <laughs> you so, can just lay there. And yeah. I, I can eat a PBJ sandwich. I don't give a shit. Or just eat, order nothing but sides and just eat them all, all day. And yeah. Nobody's going to judge you if you're laying down on the couch and it's on your belly and no. you're just eating it like that. My grocery store, they have the special. It's like two pieces of fried chicken, some mac and cheese and mashed potatoes for like five bucks. Yeah. It's fucking delightful. Mm. I don't do it all the time, obviously, but on something like Thanksgiving, go do that. Yeah, man. If you go to are, Popeyes, I, go through the drive-thru. I know that can feel to some, sometimes can feel really lonesome or like sad if you don't have people to have a holiday with, but sometimes you can spin it, man. I seriously, I've had Christmas and Thanksgiving alone multiple times and I don't hate it. I, I have had great times alone on holidays. Lay naked on the couch. Watch anything you fucking want. Watch the same shitty movie 20 times if you want. Yeah. If you take, if you imbibe, have a bottle of wine or smoke a bunch of weed or not. If you don't, have like two milkshakes. Who cares? Who cares? It's the same advice I give to people after they break up. Like, go do the thing that you could never do with the person. Like, do you like riding roller coasters and they don't? Yeah. So you, after years, you forgot that you liked that? Yeah. Well, now you can just go do that. Yeah, so seriously. Yeah, if it, that's a great... Fuck it. It's a great thought. If you're if you are in a breakup that's that was felt really sad, what's one... I know it wasn't all good. What's one thing you miss from yeah. when you were in that relationship, before you were in, the, in that relationship, I should say, that you couldn't do while you were in the relationship? Right. And go do that. Go do it. Many years ago, you were a different person mm-hmm. that liked roller coasters, and you were like, oh... Well, I guess we don't have to do that. And then you forgot about it. Yeah. And now guess fucking what? Yep. It's Six Flags time. Yeah. that's I love that. I love that idea. And uh, just, God, just do what do whatever you want on the holidays. Don't feel pressure. Don't 
don't do something you don't want to do. Just it, life's too short, dude. Just do something that actually fills you up and gives you joy on those yeah. days because we have so few days where we're not all slammed with work and everything else. You're allowed to not go see people you don't want to see on the holiday. <laughs> Absolutely. You are allowed. Um, you're allowed to set boundaries. You're allowed to uh, not be around people you don't like. And I think that we should keep incorporating that into our, our lo- daily lives as well. Like only be around people who fill you up and you can return. The- I think we don't focus also. We should give back to those people. Right. A symbiotic feeling. No, so- you should take and take and take <laughs> forever. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so the uh, the holidays. Let's let's try let's try to practice that for this holiday season. Yeah. Just f- being around people who are only good vibes, who are who fill you up, who you can also return and give them something back. And otherwise, they're not worth the fucking time. That's right. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, please remain saucy, pert, and greasy over these holidays. Please do not drink and drive, but please drink if you do. That's right. Um, and we hope that you just have fun. We will see you next week. I love you guys. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.